Welcome to On Topic Retro, episode 26. I'm John Cummins. Joining me tonight is Shannon Eno, and we are talking about the game Tetris. All right. Uh, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you? Not bad at all. I've got a nice little drink and quiet time, so I'm I'm doing pretty good. All right. Everybody else is away playing uh, playing Metroid Fusion or Mario Kart 8. Yep. New wave of that. More than likely. So yeah, we're we're here to talk Tetris. This was the uh, retro rewind game for the month of February. It was a kind of a good choice for February being a short month. It's not a game that requires a whole lot of your time to, to get a feel for, but you know, depending on how much time you want to put into it, uh, it can, it can be time consuming if you, <laughs> if you let it. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you obsess over it and just trying to go one more time, one more time. That's right. Uh, but before we get into there, into the game itself, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping at the top of the episode here. I uh, just wanted to let everyone know that episode 25, uh, which will be crazy taxi is still coming. Uh, just kind of got delayed. I really wanted to get Dan on for that and he just hasn't had time to sit down and record. So that one's still coming, but we're going to skip it for now. It's still going to be considered part of season one. It'll basically be the season one finale, but I got to the point where I wanted to get going with season two and we'd already, you know, we're already eight days into the, the month. I didn't want to lose traction on, on uh, Tetris. So that is still coming. Uh, and then, as I just mentioned, this is going to be the first episode of season two. Uh, you'll notice uh, the startup of the show is a little bit different. New intro. Uh, there will also be a new outro whenever we close this show out. Uh, I've introduced a new contest um, that you can be a part of uh, if you want to join the Discord. Uh, or even if you don't join the Discord, if you even just email me a submission uh, for the contest, I can uh, try to add you in and, and see where you rank uh, as far as the times go. But that contest is called Retro Rewind Champions. And it's it's going to tie in with the Retro Rewind Game of the Month uh, every month. And you basically, it, it, and I said times because that's specific to this current month's Retro Rewind game of wave race 64 it might not always be a time trial you know it might be just a different kind of uh goal uh to meet for the contest or you know see who can do something first or you know who knows what it'll be i'll I'll figure something out each and every month and you'll have a chance to win a ten dollar gift card of your choice for whatever game store you would like whether it be eShop, playstation store or uh xbox so Nice. That's something new that's that's uh, launching with this season. And Wave Race is the first game. Uh, kind of as I mentioned, uh, I believe it's... I asked for the best three-lap time on Sunset Bay under normal conditions. So uh, if you're listening to this and you're not part of our Discord, you can submit those to uh, ontopicretro at gmail.com. I'll remind everyone again of the... Uh, email address at the end of the show. Um, but yeah, if you do an email submission, I'll accept that as well. Uh, you should go ahead and just join the discord. Cause it's yeah, awesome. you should. Yeah, <laughs> you could, I would join the discord. You're definitely going to have a lot more fun and you'll get to see the, uh, 
the live action uh, competition going on between different people submitting their times. Uh, but yes, that's new contests will be happening every month and I'll talk about it on in some form or fashion on every show, whether it's an update on what's, uh, you know, submissions that have been submitted or uh, just new contest rules for the next game. And then last but not least, we have some new on topic retro merch, uh, some stickers that I've added to the store over at the retrologic.games. I've got some, coaster sets that are incoming that should be up there soon uh there'll be a coaster set of all four shows in our family of podcast uh as a set there'll be a set of four of them and then at some point hopefully here in the near future i'm going to try to get some shirts made up uh, to have on the store as well just kind of rolling it out slowly researching a little bit here and there and uh, hopefully have some more things in the store here soon so I think that's all the, the housekeeping. So now we can kind of get into what we're actually here for and talk a little bit about Tetris. So we'll roll into that. So Shane, if you want, you can, since it's just you, you can share your experience first and then I'll follow up. All right. Well, Tetris, Game Boy, they're pretty much one in the same. When you think about one, you got to think about the other. Um, I got mine for actually it was kind of a Christmas birthday gift, which is the one time that really worked out for me. I feel like having a, a birthday that's just a few <laughs> days after Christmas, um, was, uh, that one, that one year opening that up and, um, and, uh, having, yeah, that, that Game Boy, it came with Tetris. I probably played I don't even know. It's got to be, you know, several hundred plus hours um, on that. And for a while, that was actually my only game on Game Boy. So um, for for a little while, at least. So got lots and lots of time with with Tetris um, and just really kind of became I wouldn't say obsessed with it, um, but it was just such a perfect game for a handheld um, for the first real handheld, uh, especially for me, um, pop it in going, you know, even just driving to church around the corner, you, you know, yep. you gotta can take that game boy with you, pop in that, pop in, uh, Tetris and, and play away. Um, I was able at some point to actually get through level 20, I believe it is, is where you get the rocket ship basically end of the game um and uh i was able to do that a few times um i don't know how (laughs) i tried and i tried and i tried this past month um and i got to 15 15 is the best i can i can do right now um (laughs) i just got to get my skills back up there again i guess um i really enjoy this version and and it's probably a lot to do with um, just having that nostalgia for it, but I just feel like it just, it plays a little, just a little bit different. It doesn't have any of the fancy moves. You don't, you can't save a piece. You can't, it's just, it's as simple as Tetris is going to get. And part of me still really kind of enjoys going back to that every now and then after some of the newer, um, 
also enjoyable uh, Tetris versions. But there's just something about going back to those pieces. Um, and it didn't matter that they're all in color, you know. Um, but yeah, I as far as I know, you can't do any of that tea spinning and all that stuff. So I, I, um, I just like the simple, simple, you got to get it in the right spot at the right time. Yep. So the right orientation. Um, so yeah, I, I've played this game very, just very many, um, hours spent in it. And, and, uh, even, even after, you know, putting away the Game Boy, moving on to other, you know, handhelds and everything like that, it's still a game over the years. I just pop into my original Game Boy, um, or, or Game Boy Advance now and, and just play and, uh, find myself, um, spending you know more hours in so yep i have a lot of love for this game in case you can't tell (laughs) yeah very very similar to you i got a game boy fairly early on and this was one of the handful of games that i had um, to start with i think i had tetris uh probably super mario land and i had in one more game but i can't remember what it was off top my head might have been uh, baseball or you know one of the sports oh, yeah. Game Boy games, right? Um, but no, this was definitely the game that I was probably the uh, least skilled at <laughs> of the Game Boy <laughs> games that I had. I could beat Mario Land pretty easily. Uh, I don't think I ever made it even close to level twenty on Tetris playing on Game Boy. Still to this day, I'm not a very good Tetris player. I can uh, do just well enough to finish in the middle of the pack on Tetris 99, maybe, sometimes. <laughs> so, definitely not my strong uh, suit for a puzzle game. I, I think it's just the speed aspect. Like, later in the game, my my mind just, like, freezes up on where stuff needs to go. I don't, I don't compute like that. Uh I'm I'm way more attuned to like logic puzzle solving games <laughs> versus yeah. speed and and I mean Tetris can almost like you can almost get in like a rhythm with Tetris of like and how things are right. moving. Yeah, yeah, because I'm typically I'm the same, right? I, I really am not good at anything where I have to be speedy um, and get pieces in the right spot. Uh, I get overwhelmed pretty quickly in like Dr. Mario and stuff like that. Um, but there's just something about, especially this version that uh, of Tetris that I can just get into that rhythm. Um, and I'm and to be honest, I'm not super great at, at newer Tetris, uh, Tetris 99. I usually finish somewhere in the, teens to mid twenties is usually where I go. Yeah. I've never, never gotten a, never gotten a first place win. Yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> I know, uh, super Nintendo in the discord, that guy's like a Tetris champion. Yeah. He can, he He's can, a Tetris uh, just, <laughs> he is, <laughs> but, uh, he just, he's, he kills me, man. Whenever he's like sharing stuff and he's like, Oh yeah, I've, he's ran the whole thing. Yeah. Several times. It's, it's awesome. Yes. 
But yeah, no, we're here to talk about, and I kind of missed that at the top of the show, but this is Game Boy Tetris specifically. Um, I, for this uh, specific Retro Rewind, I had three Game Boy games uh, that we chose between, and they were puzzle games, and Tetris was the winner. So this this whole show is going to be kind of more formally, formulated around uh, the Game Boy version of Tetris. So we'll go Available ahead. Available now on NSO. Yes, that was not planned, but I, I could pretend that it was. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll move on to the uh, just the complete game overview uh, for Tetris. Tetris released on the Game Boy in Japan on June 14th of 1989. And then it would come to North America on July 31st of 1989. And then if you lived in the PAL regions, you had to wait until September 28th of 1990 uh, to get your hands on Tetris. But of course, you were probably already playing Tetris on some other system <laughs> if, you were, <laughs> if you were in Europe uh, at the time. And that is because Tetris was uh, created over in Europe, uh, created by a Soviet so- software engineer named Alexei uh, Pajitnov in 1984, which, you know, being a kid, you know, I thought Tetris was a Game Boy. Like, I thought they were, you know, kind of created at the same time. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I said. It's like interchangeable. Like, that. Yeah. you just... You just think of the two of them together yeah and you know really i didn't even think about it being an older you know game at the time but uh it's it's pretty old i mean it's been around for a while uh there's a a huge backstory on tetris that we're not going to get into here with uh, legal battles and uh just there's a crazy amount of information about Tetris. There's so many different versions of Tetris. Uh, there's even quite a few like knockoff games of Tetris or games that are highly uh, inspired by Tetris. Like I said, I kind of wanted to keep this more just at home with the, the Game Boy version. So for, you know, for sake of this, we're not going to get deep into that, but there was a lot of legal battles uh, lots of publication issues later on. Uh, Nintendo kind of had the publication rights for quite a while uh, with it being such a success on the Game Boy. Uh, but at some point in 1996, uh, Pajitnov and uh, I believe it's it's Hank Rogers uh, co-founded the Tetris Company and uh, retained rights to it once again. And I think they've had it like they they're the ones that Uh, push it out to all the platforms today Mm -hmm. still. So it's a, I mean, if you think about it, like that's a money making machine. Like it was a, a a seller of a game. So it's, it would have been very important to try to get the rights back to it after floating around uh, for so long. For sure. And 
Well, we could talk a little bit later about it, but there's also a movie coming out uh, on, I think, Apple streaming service that is dedicated to Tetris and the, the legal battles that it went through that looks pretty interesting, actually. That's pretty much all I have for uh, for the development. I don't even know. I'm sure there's a whole lot of information about the development, too, but... yeah. Uh, it's kind of crazy when you really start digging into the story of, of Tetris, the development and everything, it's, it gets, it gets pretty crazy. There is definitely a story there. <laughs> yeah. It and just, uh, you know, at this point it's, it's over-documented. So I'm not really, right. Not really that worried about it here. So now we can talk a little bit about the gameplay. This ought to be a pretty quick, quick one too, because Tetris is not a overly complicated game. It's one of those with a, uh, you know, uh, easy entry, but you know, hard to master oh, yeah. uh, type games. And I just have like the just the basic description of Tetris from uh, Wikipedia here, and it says players complete lines by moving differently shaped pieces called tetraminos. Uh, which descend onto the playing field. Uh, completed lines disappear and grant the player points, and the player uh, can proceed to fill in the vacated spaces. Uh, the game ends when the uncleared lines reach the top of the playing field. Uh, the player, or the the longer the player can delay this outcome, the higher the score will be. Uh, in multiplayer games, uh, players must last longer than their opponents. Uh, in certain versions, players can inflict penalties on opponents by completing significant numbers of lines. Uh, some versions add variations on the rules, such as three-dimensional displays or a system for uh, reserving pieces, which we'll talk about some of those uh, different versions of the game a little bit later. But yeah, Tetris is pretty, pretty basic. You're just trying to complete lines and... Uh, avoid your collection of pieces uh, getting to the top of the screen uh, to end your match. I think in some some versions of Tetris you're you're playing to complete lines strictly like that's you can also end the game by completing a certain amount of lines. Yes. So there was there's the A mode and the B mode. Yes. Um, the A mode you're just you're just start well you could start you could choose a level through 10 right you can start at you know first level or, or just start right at level 10 where things are going already a lot faster um but there's also the b mode which is you know clear so many lines um yep. you can also uh increase how you know if you want to start with a clear board or if you want to you know if you want to have some junk in there you know for lack of a better word increase the challenge yeah, level increase the challenges that way um and obviously the more the more lines you clear with a piece 
the more it's worth. Um, you can get, you know, you can clear one line, two lines, three lines, or four lines, which is a Tetris. Yep. So yeah, you're always like the big strategies to build up to that big, long, skinny yep. <laughs> Tetramino and then and just, just stab him down in a hole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Hope you get one. <laughs> and I mean, over the years, people have created these crazy techniques for playing Tetris. Uh, just watching people play like different styles of holding a controller, yeah. uh, different methods for how you're uh, like rotating the Tetraminos. Like there's, it's, it's really gotten a lot more complicated on the competitive side of, of Tetris there. They come up with stuff all the time. It seems like. Yeah. If uh, you can, if you could find a video of a real Tetris master, um, it, it'll amaze you. Um, just, I recently saw a video. It was the NES version, but yeah, they got the controllers flipped funny. They're tapping the underside of the controller to do different things. Like it's, it's just completely nuts. Um, yeah. And, and to the point where you can't even see the pieces falling anymore, really hardly, you know, they're just like, yeah. just based on what they know can see is going to happen next. They can react quick enough. I, I don't know how they do it. It's just utterly amazing. Yeah, it's it's insane. I highly recommend you look up some of the different competitive uh, players of Tetris and why and different techniques that have come along over the years. Even just seems like in the last couple of years, there's like a weird technique. Like I think similar to what you were talking about with the NES controller where you're holding it like long ways i think and then yeah. like you're running your fingers across the a and b buttons to yeah. to move the pieces quicker uh it's there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on uh but yeah i mean i think that i i don't know that i even could complete a match in like level 10 <laughs> <laughs> right now yeah it's it um it it takes practice and and uh and a bit of luck, especially with this one, because you can't hold pieces. Exactly. So you're just, you're forced to use whatever they give you. You can't be like, uh, you know, you know, or save that long piece, you know, for a, for a Tetris. Um, one of the other things though, that I think was really cool about the, the Game Boy version is being able to use the link cable, uh, to connect yes. two Game Boys. You got it. Multiplayer both, matches. Both had to have the game. Yep. Um, and, uh, that was, that was really the only, uh, multiplayer game boy experience I think I ever had. I don't, I don't think there were any other games that, that are jumping out to me that I ever got to experience with that link cable. Did you have Pokemon? Uh, no, my, my history of Pokemon is, uh documented elsewhere but much uh, newer uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah um but but yeah this was this was i think the only the only game boy multiplayer i ever got to do but it it did bring mario into the game um yep. and uh and so i mean you could still see it was definitely a nintendo uh published or whatever game um yeah, and I think I think Nintendo knew 
you know, how big it was going to be on the Game Boy. And they, like, it was the perfect companion piece to, uh, to move, uh, consoles. Well, I think it even got, it even got casual players. I mean, I, I knew, um, some of my friends had parents who picked up a Game Boy just, and only Tetris, just a Game Boy with Tetris. Yep. And would play it. So, I mean, it, it really was that uh, it was the switch sports before switch sports, I guess it was just something yeah. to kind of get, you know, you could easily get casual quote unquote casual gamers to, to buy a system and, and just play that. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's pretty much the gameplay of Tetris. There's not a whole lot to it. Um, basically it can, you know, be as easy or difficult as you want it to be <laughs> to get into and you can get as good as you want to with how much time you want to sink into. It's very, I mean, just being able to be played on the Game Boy alone means that it's a very simple rudimentary game. I mean, you have basically two buttons and a, a D-pad four directional input, and that's all you need. Yep. <clears throat> and really, you only need one of the buttons. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh. So yeah, with that out of the way, we'll we'll talk a little bit about since there's no story to Tetris, or at least none that I know of. <laughs> I'm uh, sure somebody's got lore somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, Tetris lore is abound in the the I, interwebs, I'm sure. Yeah, but in fact, now that I think about it, I believe there's some uh, minor Tetris lore that occurs in the Nintendo uh, Game Boy comic book. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, I think I have a that an issue around there, around here somewhere, and I think I think there is something, but uh, yeah, I don't think anything official. <laughs> yeah. So, without there being a story, I kind of figured we could spend some time talking about some other Tetris games and other forms of media uh, that Tetris inhabits. First one on the list here is one you added, so I'll let you kind of talk a little bit about Tetris DS. Yeah, I feel like uh, Tetris DS was the first Tetris game to kind of offer a little bit more experience, different experience um, as far as the, the different modes. I mean, there were there were other right like Tetris uh, Attack and and things like that that were some that weren't even really. Really yeah, actual Tetris. Um, but to really take that core game though and just add in all sorts of different modes. Um, and I had uh, a lot of fun playing this, a lot of time spent on this, uh, this one as well. Um, next to the Game Boy one, it's probably the one I have the most hours in. Um, and it's just just about every mode on there just kind of gives a little bit different take, but it's all still revolving around that same idea of, you know, forming the lines. Um, So I just wanted to kind of mention it. The the music in it is incredible. Um, If you like uh, 
retro 8-bit versions of um, Nintendo characters. There's a nice mode in there. Um, I'll just kind of leave it at that. Uh, so if you could find a copy of this, I, I have no idea. I haven't looked to see, um, you know, what it's what it's going for these days. But I don't I don't think it's that high. Uh, yeah, probably not. If I had to imagine. Um, but it's it's definitely worth tracking down uh, a copy of it for sure. Um, if you if you have even glancing um, interest in Tetris, you'll probably really like this version. I was going to look really fast. Let's see. Tetris DS, 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I bought it when it came out new. And so I can't remember what I spent at that time, but probably it, was, 40 bucks. it was worth that. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. And it was definitely worth it. I put in so much time to it. Um, I definitely recommend finding it and picking it up. So next on the list is a more modern version of Tetris. Uh, called Tetris Effect, <clears throat> which is on every platform now, right? Yeah, I think so. It's PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, um, and even virtual reality. It actually it was developed, I think, as a VR game first. I think so, because um, it's more of a 3D yeah. version of Tetris. It's it's very zen like. I don't know how much time you've had to. I have not put a whole lot of time into it, but it's okay. definitely more, like you said, it's more zen. It's more. Uh, seems like it's more music focused, even like as you're yeah. playing. Yep, it's and not that it's it's not rhythm based. It's not um, revolving around like having to hit certain beats of the music or anything like that, but the the music and the visual effects there's there's things going on uh uh kind of around your your board and it just all works together really well um so i've played it on the switch if you if you have it on there um or if you get it on there it's a great game to put on like the oled if you have the oled model switch play it in handheld turn off all the lights put in noise canceling headphones or whatever and just focus in the game and you will lose yourself in, in that game um, but if you have the opportunity to play it in vr i have it on the quest too that is where it really shines it is nice. the hands down my favorite vr experience uh, it just it just really pulls you in and it's about the only VR game I can play for more than like a half hour at a time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the, I don't know. I don't think it came out on PlayStation VR. I don't remember if it did or not, but that's the only VR system I have. I so don't I know. Have to, on there I'm going to have to look it up. I, th- I'm, I heard that it was going to be on the VR, the PlayStation VR two, maybe. I, yeah, probably. It would surprise me if they have the game on the system already, you know, on PS4. I'm surprised it wouldn't have a VR mode. I'm kind of curious, like if it just works as both. So I know some games do work that way, but some of them don't. So I don't know. Excuse me. I know that. uh, Oh, there's. It's like there's I think Borderlands is one of them that has a 
VR mode, but you you know it doesn't have a uh, standalone VR game. Okay. Yeah, I was just trying to look to see if it was. Uh, it looks like it is VR two, PlayStation VR two. So yeah, that's probably. <clears throat> Which I don't plan on getting for a little while. It's a little bit more yeah. pricey than I was yeah. expecting it to be. I just got a PlayStation Five. I'm, I'm not going to be able to pick up the VR, which is even more expensive yep. uh, than the actual system itself anytime soon. It does look like the PlayStation Four version, according to Amazon's listing, um, is is uh, able to be played in. VR does have VR support for the PlayStation. VR. Oh, nice. So maybe I'll have to grab that and play it on my PlayStation five in VR. Yeah, it's, it's definitely experience. Um, and, and that's really what you can say the most about this game is that it is a complete experience, especially if you can immerse yourself and yeah. kind of lose out everything else going on around you. Yep. Then next on the list is Tetris 99, which is Nintendo's uh, insane multiplayer Tetris game that's 99 versus players. And uh, this is kind of what we were talking about early, w- earlier with uh, our placements uh, playing that game. And I am no good at Tetris 99. Uh, I, I used to play it for you know, fun and getting the points so that I could get the different skins. And, and then it became like a major time sink for me to even get the amount of points I needed to get the skins. So I kind of, I mean, if it was a weekend one where you get the bonus points per with, for the match, I was like, I'll, I'll do those occasionally, but I just, I'm not good enough to, to earn the, the points fast enough to really get any of the other skins. Yeah. I, um, I was trying to collect all the skins too. And then I kind of started fading from it. Um, and uh, mostly because I kept finding myself, if I did play outside of an event where it was a forced skin, um, I was just only using the game boy, <laughs> the game <Yeah>. boy uh, <laughs> skin anyway. Um, and, and that's when I learned that as good as I thought I was in Tetris, um, I either, quickly realized that I'm not as good as I thought I was or um, my skills have just really depleted, you know, since I was, (laughs) since I was a kid, but that's where you see people doing crazy T spin things where they're like, I don't, I don't need like, how did that piece even get through there? Like, how did you do that? It's just mind boggling to me. And I've never been able to consistently do it myself. Yeah. Um, So that's where I said that that sometimes some of the newer versions I, I actually struggle a little bit more with this modern way of, of being able to rotate Maybe things. Like the board. Like the board, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the best I've ever done in Tetris 99, I want to say I got a fourth or a fifth once, and I thought yeah. that was amazing, and that was just pure luck, I'm sure. <laughs> I... I'm not even sure what my best is, but it's it's maybe breaking the top twenty, <laughs> maybe. But yep. uh, I, if I looked at my switch, I've probably put way more time in it than I, you know, should be putting in <laughs> with with how bad I am, uh, just trying to get those skins. But uh, it's it's definitely like an achievement 
as far as uh, multiplayer goes, you know, like it's it's turned a you know what used to be a fun two player multiplayer game, or maybe even on the N sixty four there might have been some versions where there's four players, but uh, you know, ninety nine players playing against each other at the same time, uh, battle royale style, pretty much, you know, to the last person and uh just the way it works and how you can manipulate uh the board by adding you know junk to other players boards that they're not expecting or uh and just the the ability to kind of impact the the game in such a way and also the control that you have over where the stuff goes is is pretty good too you know so yeah thought it was very interesting uh, the first time I played it and I was kind of wondering, you know, if we would get more games in this vein, we get, we got Mario 35 for a little while, but you know, that went away. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised there hasn't been like a, some form of Dr. Mario, you yeah, know, even think if they it wasn't 99 and theoretically you could go, you know, pretty high. The only thing is, is that, you might have to figure out like it's you either get eliminated if you pile up all the way or, or if you, you know, so many people clear their board out or something like that. Or, yeah, I guess there is a, there's a stop point with that. So you'd have to kind of figure that out, I guess. Well, they I'm could sorry. put it on a loop. They, they could put it on a loop to see how many boards you can complete. You know, that's true. Yeah. After totally. a certain time, you, you know, have people getting uh, eliminated by, you know, not having as many boards completed. And if you're adding stuff to other people's boards, it makes it harder to complete a board. So, you know, they'll have less completions over time. So you could do something like that, but yeah, no, there, I, I could see, you know, maybe in the future, whenever Nintendo needs something that they've got in their back pocket, that they have another one of these, you know, multiplayer puzzle games kind of come out. Yeah. Well, right now they're dropping stuff all on their, you know, yeah, they, their Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff, and so we're getting plenty of we're getting plenty of of games, I guess. But yeah, just nothing quite like Tetris ninety nine. I guess there's yeah. that we do have Pac Man. Um, yeah, I didn't play Pac Man. It's it's uh it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I never was a big Pac Man fan either. Uh with the memorization that it takes to, to get yeah, really to good really be good. Game. Yeah. To really yeah. be good. You do. And I don't have that in me. I've never been able to quite <laughs> figure that out either, No, <laughs> but I still enjoy giving it a, giving it. A yeah. Run. It's, it's one of those things. It's fun. I think I downloaded, I might've played it once or twice, but it, it definitely doesn't hold the same uh, value to me as Tetris does. Yeah, uh, I didn't, I didn't have near as much experience playing it as a kid as I did Tetris. Um, and then the last item we have on the list here, uh, I mean, there's, we could sit here and talk about Tetris games all night. There's probably at least a hundred different versions of Tetris by this point in time, but those just seemed like the big ones uh, to kind of hit on uh, uniquely. And then the last item is the Tetris film that's coming out that we briefly talked about. And just watching the preview, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty interested in watching it. I'm going to have to, kind of figure out how to do that since I don't have Apple uh, TV, but I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I wonder if there's a free, free trial. 
<laughs> long yeah. enough to get in and watch the film. Cause it, I hope so. Cause it definitely, yeah. it looks like something I'd, I'd want to watch, but, uh, I mean, it's, it looks very well done. Uh, it looks like the story is, you know, at least loosely based on true facts. I mean, I'm sure that there's probably some liberties taken to make the movie more interesting. There usually is. Yeah, it kind of uh, looks like maybe they're they're taking some liberties, but you know the the pieces are all there, so to speak. Yeah, no no pun intended. Yes, um, it is it is uh, rated R, so don't I don't think it's one to sit down and watch with your with your kids. Yeah, probably it's, not. <laughs> it's it's not about the pieces falling down. No, know? it's no, it's definitely a drama, and it's I mean it's I think there's some comedy aspects to it too. It seemed like it was pretty funny, just kind of yeah. yeah watching it, but uh, yeah. No, looks good. Uh, if, if you do have Apple, uh, I would definitely check it out and uh, leave some feedback in the Discord or something. If you do, so trying to remember know. when it when it releases. I think it's here soon, fairly right? soon. Yeah, um, I'm not 100 percent sure, but it's. I know it's it's coming out this year for sure. Uh, looks like uh, March 31st. Yeah, so later this month. Yep. So that's coming probably quicker than I even realized. But uh, yeah, if you do check it out, uh, drop some short reviews on the on the Discord so other people can know to go check it out as well. So one last thing that I have listed here in the fun facts section that usually gets eliminated because a lot of games don't have fun facts anymore. <laughs> uh, just one astonishing achievement for uh the game boy version uh that it sold a 35 million copies which is pretty mind-blowing you know i know a lot of those a lot of those are probably pack-ins but right but still 35 million copies of a single game on the game boy is pretty mind-blowing yep it has to be the best-selling game boy game yeah i would think uh hands down Especially because they usually include pack-ins um, in in those numbers. Because I mean, there was only what like ninety million Game Boy units sold between Game Boy, Game Boy Color. The only one I think that might be and i'm just i'm kind of looking it up because I, I would think that pokemon might if you include all the different versions of pokemon of the might, original might give it a, a, yep i'm just i'm looking it up right now and it does look like pokemon red green blue yellow so just combining all those all those versions um sales are 46 Ooh. million so yeah, yeah they would have taken it yep but still it took four pokemon games to take <laughs> down right. tetris that's right <laughs> so I, I still look at it as a victory because I mean, one of those Game Boy games weren't even sold in the States. So yeah, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, no Tetris is pretty amazing as, as just a game and a, in a media and a story, like all the way around. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty solid. It's, it's definitely worth checking out. The Game Boy version is probably one of the better versions to play. Uh, if you want to, get good or get waxed you can play the newer ones <laughs> <laughs> that's right uh but yeah that's that's pretty much tetris on game boy uh you got anything else you want to add 
before we get out of here? I think that's about it. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you're one of the few people who haven't played Tetris, um, you know, you can find it everywhere. <laughs> like yeah, you can find it. I remember playing it on uh, TI something or other graphing calculator. Oh yeah. Uh, we were playing, it was on we were the original, Tetris. it was find on it the on original iPod. Yeah, right. Exactly. You can find it, uh, anywhere and everywhere. And if you have NSO, the Game Boy version is on there. If you don't like the pea green version, you can change it up and, and do the Game Boy Color version, which actually looks pretty nice. Yeah, that's um, one we didn't really mention. The, it, it, like almost a decade later, we, you get a Game Boy Color version, a DX version of Tetris that uh, I, I do kind of like the look of Tetris DX better. And I and I have a complete in box copy of Tetris DX. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Yes, just no. uh, but it's it's definitely my favorite puzzle game of all time. Nothing, nothing has has kind of knocked that out. Um, I just I just find it to be the most um, fun for me, anyway. Uh, just because it it just kind of becomes especially at the lower levels, pretty, pretty just um, turn my mind off and just kind of focus on, on Tetris for a while. Yeah. All right, man, let's go ahead and close this thing out. usual uh i'll go ahead and announce the next uh game for the next show and i've selected metroid prime as the next game just due to the remaster coming out seems like a good time to get some perspective on the original game uh metroid prime was a a game that i didn't play until much later i for whatever reason i I never did play it on the gamecube I think I'd kind of already stepped away from uh, the GameCube by the time it released and going back and playing it like, you know, maybe seven or eight years after it released still fantastic. Like it doesn't feel like it, it aged whatsoever uh, from playing it. I mean, I think the only gripes that most people have about it is the controls uh, not being more modern, which all those things get addressed in the remaster. Yeah, so. I was going to say, it sounds like those got addressed. It seems to be what people's biggest praise of the new yeah. uh, version is, the remastered version, between the controls and the visuals. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I I don't do well with first-person yeah. shooters <laughs> or first-person even adventures, however you want to. Uh, phrase it in this case um, but I do I have watched other people play it and uh, definitely enjoy that um, it's it's got some cool add-ins to the lore of of Metroid yep it's gonna be a good one I'm sure that I'll get some some pretty uh, large numbers of people that want to come talk about it so hopefully the the next show will be a 
just an all out experience sharing marathon for Metroid Prime. There you go. And with that, we're done. Thanks for listening to On Topic Retro, part of the RetroLogic family of podcasts. If you'd like to send in your personal experiences for the next show but don't have Discord, you can send them to ontopicretro at gmail.com. Uh, as with any uh, contest entries, they can also be sent there. I'll I'll check it, and, and if you have the whatever it takes to win the contest, you can win that way. That's not a big deal at all. Uh, if you haven't joined our wonderful non-toxic Retrologic Discord and would like to so that you're not submitting through the G- or through the email address, um, you can visit retrologic.games. Uh, details on how to join for free. It's uh, it's free, and, and the website's full of all kinds of other stuff, too. You can check out all the other podcasts uh, that we have over there as well as merch and the blog. You can say, the blog is phenomenal. Yes, we're, we've really been trying to get some things pumping through the blog. Sam's been busy writing some things. I'm trying to put together a team that is uh, doing some uh, reviews uh, more commonly. I know I've wrote a few uh, that have been on there, but really trying to get some, some stuff moving so that we have some fresh content on there at least you know every week or so. Yep. So... Definitely go check out the blog. It's it's a pretty neat place to to hang out and read. Uh, but yeah, that's that's retrologic.games. And that's this episode. So thanks for listening. Stay tuned. There'll be more. And uh hope you enjoyed the first uh episode of season two. And enjoy the new outro. So bye now. See ya. <laughs>